For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Put your hands together this I thought you were clapping. I thought you were happy to be in church. I thought God had blessed you. I thought you were, a man is going to have his house very, very soon. Put your hands together this morning. I cannot hear you at all. I thought I thought you had just received a house. Hey, I thought you had been given a house. A house you didn't build. A house you didn't buy. A house you got free. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I think you're learning how to celebrate it's, it's too late. hallelujah you know um, you have to practice certain things because if you don't practice in the day of testing you may fail if you don't practice your uh, uh, past questions and things. When the real question comes, you may know it, but you'll be confused as to how to go about it. So if you don't practice how to celebrate when you are getting a house, the day a house really comes, you know what to do. I said, you know what to do. And so this morning, practice celebration. Amen. 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 Last week, I watched you, Chairman. Chapter 16 of the book. Yeah, I thought How God, how Titus make God build them a house. And um, I was sharing with you how to get a house. Today we pick up from there and, and go to chapter 17. Is that a good idea? Is that a good idea? Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for every blessing that you can give. Only you can give. Thank you that uh, we have gathered here, not unto any man, but unto you. Not because of any man who can help us, but because you alone, you can. You are the one who said, is there anything too hard? You are the one who said all things are possible. That is why we are so 
happy, so optimistic every time we come into your presence. And this morning is no exception. My prayer is that Lord have your way in the midst of this assembly. Speak to every single one here. Lift up the little one from the dunghill and set him with princes. Cause the small one to become a great nation and keep us, keep us from every power of the destroyer, the devourer. Thank you that our blessings are on the way. Lift our hands and say thank you so very much in Jesus' name. And all the saints said amen. God bless you. May be seated. Chapter 16. How God, how tithes make God build them a house. And, and I was explaining that God is a house builder. I didn't hear amen anybody. Amen. Maybe you know A and A contractor, yep. C and F brothers limited contractors and road building road uh, uh, contractors. You, you know those people. Royal houses limited contractors and builders. Contractors. So when they say they'll build you a house, you believe it. But when God says he'll build you a house, people say, mm? They say, mm? God, who doesn't have hands like we do, how, how will he build a house? And, and so many people do not take this scripture seriously. The thing is like Psalms and Proverbs, just wise words, nice words. But God really builds houses. I didn't hear amen. Psalm 127. Except the Lord build a house. It means God builds houses. And the houses he doesn't build, they labor in vain that build it. That is why, how many have ever gone around town and you have seen uncompleted buildings, roofing level, lentil level, foundation? How many have seen some before? Trying to build minus God. It's not easy at all. Tell somebody, don't do that one some. A certain man, when he had his pension money, many years of working, he took that money to go and build a house. The money for his pension. He was counting on pension power. What happened? He built a house to roofing level. Money finished. No money. No house. Tell somebody vanity. Tell somebody vanity. Except the Lord build a house. They labor in vain. And, and so people have tried things. This morning, I want to show you a way to guarantee that you'll get a house. Look at your neighbor. Ask him, are you 
thinking of borrowing money to build. I, I read a couple of weeks ago, months ago, from the US and I guess also from Europe. Now, every America and I say Europe, seventy percent. Of people who take mortgages, who take a loan to build a house, they never finish. They never finish. Seventy percent. Most either die in debt, or the house is repossessed. Tell somebody that is not the way to get a house. And so this morning, one of the key ways is let God build you a house. But um, clearly, God is not dashing houses. Because otherwise, you will have one by now. So there must be certain criteria that is applied when God is looking for who to uh, uh, give houses to. Are you with me? There must be, I mean, if somebody is sharing things and you don't get some, there must be a reason why. So, so one of the ways is that uh, you, you force God by you to caring for his house. Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Chapter 10. And verse 39. For the children of Israel and the children of Levi shall bring the offering of the corn. They, they will bring what they have earned unto the priests that minister and the porters and the singers. And the last sentence in this verse says, we will not forsake the house of our God. We will not forsake the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody we will not forsake. We will not forsake the house of the Lord. Uh, what happens when you forsake the house of the Lord? Haggai. Haggai, chapter 1. And look at verse 4. And the Lord asks, Is it time for you to live in your own houses, your sealed houses, your finished houses, while this house lies waste? Is it, 
is it time for you to uh, uh, sort out your own comforts and, and, leave, and leave God's house is it time for you to spend money so much money on yourself when, when so much so many children of God's house don't have a meeting place and he says, Now therefore, verse 5, consider your ways. Uh, look at the neighbor, say, Charlie, and go ye. <laughs> no, no, look at the same neighbor. How? How many will see that life is hard? That Charlie is not easy balancing things. Just now, I asked for hundred cities. Yes, yes, we saw hundred cities. Look, hundred cities is nothing. Hundred cities in Nibia. If you like, go shopping hundred cities, and you see what you carry home. Opa, for hundred cities, you go a room. Then who do you want to be for you? It can't buy shoes. Intimate clothes. Even shirts. I think one shirt or one shirt. Atadia bakukla. Can you buy one shirt? Not false. I don't mean false shirt. Hundred cities is not much at all. Hundred cities in here and no subia. But if I ask how many will give me hundred city offering, if I see five hands, I will cry for Jesus. Se mi busa se wan ebe ti mi aba for your hundred city ne se mi mu en se mi mu a babo me se mama Jesus. Yeah. Consider your ways. Shawa kwain. Are you here this morning? Wa hanope. Tap it up and say. Can you give hundreds? What did he say? How many said yes? No, no, look, we are Christians, we are in church. How many said yes? I can give hundreds. Tell somebody, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Because Many of us we are try, we are working hard. As for lazy, we are not. And that's what verse six says. You have uh, uh, what worked so much, but bringing little. This morning I have a solution to this problem. I said this morning I have a solution to this problem. Do not forsake the house of the Lord. I said do not forsake the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. He said bring your tithe. I said if I want you to show the bride. Bring your tithe. I want you to show the bra. But I brought my tithe. And so made me to show the duaba. Happy neighbor. Found Sapley Wunia. He. No, say it well. He. He. Many, many Christians. A Christophobia brain. Your tithe. Want you to show the do is a lying tithe. Aye, and the two are in chapter. Happy neighbor. Hey. You say what? Say, say. 
many Christians. A Christian for me, bro. Your tithe is not any ten percent. Any or how much it is, you know. Tap your neighbor and say you. I shall put in a cash box. He say what? What's he say? Consider your ways. Shall we acquire? You are sitting down in church, make your face like an angel. Now what you are showing down why you were not so above for your tithe. Is not ten percent of your income. I, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. That that is why so many of us are as if you have no God. And, and there no house. If you be anywhere and, and not much prosperity, because God's house is forsaken. If you say, I didn't hear amen. Amen. God's house has been set aside that you try and pay school fees, pay rent, buy a new phone, uh, uh, go and pay for the cloth you bought on credit. That is why God's house. Is forsaken because many Christians have debts and bills that they have not paid, and therefore they cannot or do not pay. Tell, tell somebody, I, I think today you should have stayed home. They've caught you today. Oh, it's not true. How many, let's be honest, not today, not last week. In your life, how many have withheld your tithes to pay a debt? Since you were born, since you were born, can I see your hand? Since you were born, not not last month, not this month. Can I see your hand properly? Look at someone whose hand is down. Either you are a liar or you are still doing it. Somebody whose hand is down. Either you are still not paying your time. Or you are a liar. Because it's a very common occurrence. And that is why our prophet wrote this prophetic book. To, to guide us out of poverty and out of trouble oh if you are clapping clap well and the key one of, one of the keys is to get your own house is to honor the lord with your first and best fruits. i thought you were clapping for god amen amen Let me explain something this morning. Are you here? Are you here? About this scripture of honoring the Lord with your substance and he will give you a house. Please listen carefully. One of the truths is that very often it is children and young people who start paying tithes. And starts they, they, they come on the path 
to serving God. But what happens is, these people who start paying tithes, after a while, they stop. They stop. And all the seeds that they have planted in the past dies in the ground. So that all the are I, I here this morning. So all their efforts towards getting a house, it, it becomes dissipated, it ends. So now please wake up that man. Yeah, yeah, wake, yeah, wake him up. Yes, wake him up. Yes, yes. Sit up. So you sleep again. Yes, it's our church. Don't worry. So listen, when you are now at a certain age, and you say, where you are of house owning age, by that time, you have lost the habit of, of paying tithes. And so it becomes hard to pay your tithe. And, and then you, you become erratic. Pay, don't pay, don't pay, pay. And God is no longer capable of blessing you. Those of us who as children forced to church by your parents every Sunday. As you grow older, church becomes automatic. Even when you are bored, cry, you go to church to mark register, then you go and watch football after church. Or it's not true. How many have come to church to mark register? You have come to church to mark register, then you go and do what you really want to do. Can I see your hand? Hey, can I see your hand, please? Those who came to church to mark register, not today, but in your life. In your life, since you are born. All those whose hands are down, you are either wizards or what? Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, tell somebody, honor God with your substance. Continually. And you will see that God will build you a house. Amen. 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 Chapter 17. It says, How tithers make God be gracious to them. God be gracious. Psalm 67. And verses 1 and 2. God be gracious to us. Tell somebody, God be gracious to us. Oh, you didn't say well. Tell somebody, God be gracious. No, no, no. Many of you didn't say it. I don't know why. Are you on strike this morning? Tell somebody, God be gracious. Say it one more time. God be gracious. Yeah. I checked up the meaning of 
gracious. It says see, to be kind and generous towards someone, especially of a lower social status. Especially somebody who is below you. So we are we are believing God to be gracious towards us. And when a, a rich man decides to give you a gift, it's not the same that your brother is giving you. Amen. Amen. A rich man gives a much greater gift. But a poor man, his gift is, I don't know, what's the poor man's gift? God be gracious to us. Why? That your way may be known on the earth and your salvation among all nations. That, that your way will be known that we will tell other people of your way how you want this earth want us to live our lives on this earth amen amen many of us we don't we don't help anybody find god many of us we are in a way I mind my own business. Ask neighbor, when was the last time you spoke to somebody about Jesus? All this side, nobody complied. Tap your neighbor. Tap your neighbor. And ask him. Don't call sister bra. Or sister, and I say, Minya ba, bra, bra. Eh. When was the last time that been a chatwa? When was the last time that been a chatwa? You spoke to somebody who will be kasaye about Jesus. Ever you Some of you don't remember. You move on my yankai. Don't remember yankai. The last time a day chatwa you. Told somebody that Jesus loves you. Say you should do. You don't remember if you have even tried to win one soul. To tap your neighbor, hold his chest. So he doesn't go away. One boy just left. I don't know whether he left. You hold it, you are not going anywhere. I said, I. Do you remember the last time that you spoke to somebody about Jesus? Do you remember okay. to make oh, where's my scripture? I don't know why you've taken the scripture away. It's part of the service. That your way may be known on the earth. And your salvation among all nations. 
You know, somebody may be wondering how is this one linked to to a house. Um, um, how, what is the connection between this scripture and, and the house? You see, I want you to consider something. Ephesians chapter 2. Are you there? Good all the way down to the end. Verse 21. Um, okay, look at verse 19. Now therefore ye. Paul is talking to us. Paul is talking to us. Paul, any Now therefore ye. We are no more strangers. He's talking to us. And verse 20, and we are built on the foundation. Foundation. A house has a foundation. Verse 21, in whom all the building fitly framed together grows into a holy temple. Unto on, on the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. This morning, I want to tell you something. The Holy Spirit lives in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. You are a house for God. I said you are a house for God. I didn't hear you say a good amen. And so every time you win a soul, you are you are building a house for God. You understand? Every time you win one soul, you are bringing a house for gifts for the Holy Spirit to live in. When the evil spirit went out of a man and he went through dry and waterless areas and he found no rest. He said, I'll go back to my house. Tell somebody you are a house for a spirit. And there are some front doors and back doors. But you are a house for a spirit. So every time this morning, tell somebody every time you preach salvation, you are building a house for God. And may God build you a house. Every time you preach salvation, listen, every time, how many want a house? You want a house. Every time, you talk to anybody about Jesus and salvation. You are building a house. I said you are building a house for yourself. Every time you talk to somebody, come to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Give up this old life. 
and ask God to come into you and the person turns and converts and becomes saved he becomes a house for the Holy Spirit I tell you it doesn't matter what job you do it doesn't matter where you are employed before you understand anything God will give you a house I said God will give you a house Exodus chapter 1 verse 17 Pharaoh told the midwives the Israelites the Hebrews they are becoming too many kill the male children Kill the male children. But the midwives did not. Amen. Amen. Verse 17. They feared God. So they kept the male children alive. So verse 20. Because of this, God dealt well with the midwives and because they did not kill the, the male children the people multiplied look if they say kill the male children you are killing half of every child every baby that is born no population can keep growing if their birth rate falls below 1.8 uh, uh, per person. Say, uh, oh, uh, so, so when you kill all the male children, the birth rate falls to half. The population will not grow. It will reduce and diminish. No boys again. What will happen to the country? They will finish. So, because the midwives did not do this, they disobeyed the king and obeyed God. And so, the people look, there is no mention of cement or concrete. We are talking about souls. About people. And because they did not do what the king said. And they allowed the people to live and grow and born and increase. Bible says, chapter verse 21 because they feared God God gave them houses I said God gave them houses oh may somebody receive a house I've heard it said many many times that pastors they like money somebody not at all not at all but as we serve God with our lives me I'm very serious I'm very serious about serving God as we serve God with all our hearts with all our mind very determined then God begins to bless may God bless you as you serve him and then may God bless you as you serve him how? Be a 
said, be a soul winner. Spread salvation. Tell the neighbor, you can win a soul. No, no, shake your neighbor. Tell them, you can, you can spread salvation. I said, you can spread salvation. Amen. Amen. Thought you were clapping this morning. Yeah, if you saw someone up there. As we as we spread salvation to the ends of the world. God will be gracious to us. God will be gracious to us. He will give you a, a blessing you will not have room enough to receive it. She will have more than you can carry. You will come from a house. Nobody has a house. But I tell you, you will build a house. I said, you will build a house. You will come from a place where nobody has ever gone anywhere before. May God separate you out of your father's house. May God cause you to be the shining star in your generation. May you be the one who let them have a name as a house of rich people. Because of you. I said because of you. I said because of you. When they see what you become in the future, when they see what God will turn you out to become, not by might, not by power, but by the great blessing of Jehovah. Yeah. And God build them houses. Not a house. Houses. May you have houses. I said, may you have houses. How? How? I mean, sit down, sit down, Sunday service. You see, how, how, I, 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 that question, I understand it. How can God build a house? I mean, this, this scripture, this question, God, I mean, God, we all know God is everywhere. But we all know that God too is somehow difficult to be sure what he's doing at any time. So how can God build a house? Mark. Michael chapter 4. 89. It's in the Bible. How God will build a house. Mark chapter 4. Verse 26. Jesus speaking. And he said, so the kingdom of God is as if a man should cast seed into the ground. What is seed? A seed. Anything is a small thing. One seed is often something that is insignificant. One seed is often useless. That if, if a seed falls to the ground, many of us do not bother to pick up one corn has, we are eating corn, one grain has fallen down. You look for it and pick it up. It's nothing. A seed, one seed is often insignificant. Are you listening to me this morning? 
insignificant. It, it, it doesn't matter at all. If a seed, I don't know anybody who has ever looked on the ground to pick up a seed. I don't think so. But when a man should cast a seed into the ground, something you can easily overlook. What happens? Verse 27. And he should sleep. Sleep. Doing nothing else. Doing nothing else except plant that seed. Do nothing else but plant that seed. And then what? Rise night and day. Let time pass. Plant that seed. Do nothing else. Let time pass. And what will happen? It will grow up. But he doesn't know how. Don't know how. Don't know how anything comes from a seed. We all don't know how God gives houses. We all don't know how God blesses. There are so many different routes that we have no idea which particular route God will use to bless you. But I know one thing. Plant that seed. And trust God and just wait long enough. You will see the fruit of it. I said just plant that seed. What is the seed? Prayer. Offering. Your tithe. Even the insignificant things. The, the little little things. And your man getting 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 on. This morning, I'm giving you one seed. Be a soul winner. you for. I said, be a soul winner. You you for. I didn't hear a good amen. I want somebody to go out and spread salvation. You cannot be my friend, and I'll not tell you about salvation. Hey, hey. You cannot sit with me for a long time and you not hear about salvation. One day a policeman asked for a lift. I was traveling from Tamale to Kumasi. He asked me for a lift. He stopped me at the barrier. I said something was wrong. So I stopped. What is it? He says, oh, I'm asking for a lift. For I was bored. But I said, you don't know what you have done. Because You are stuck in my car for four hours. Come and sit down. From Tamale to Kumasi, I preached to him. He had all the scriptures. He had my testimony. He had heaven, hell. Hey! What say? Before we got to Kumasi, I believe we do Kumasi now. Ask him, do you want to pray? Yes, let's pray. <laughs> Four hours of sitting by me. How would you pray? You can't get down. I said you can't get down. What from? Four hours. You are stuck in my car. What by you? You can sit by somebody four hours VIP from Accra to Kumasi. You say shilling. You have a neighbor in your house, next door neighbor, brother, sister, and you have never shared 
Jesus Christ to your neighbor and your, your friend, they have never heard you talk about Jesus. What is wrong with you? You are not spreading salvation. Your little brother, little sister is playing football, sitting somewhere. You are in church. He is not in church. And he doesn't know about salvation. Your brother is playing football somewhere. He wants to go and play black stars. Useless uh, black stars is not by skill, it's by bribery. I'm telling you. You want to play black stars, you are practicing how to go and play. Rather go and find money and give the people money, you get black stars. It's very easy. Uh, you are in church oh, and you have left him there oh, and you are sitting here what? and you are just in church and your brother your sister your wife your husband your friend is not here and you are sitting here what how, sorry how, how, how will god bless you what god be gracious psalm 67 god be gracious unto us god show us something very big one day Somebody gave me a watch. That could be which I may watch. When I got the watch, I said, Oh, it's, it's a nice watch. And it's very heavy. And So I, I didn't look at it well and I just put it down. It was it was I think it was one day I was wearing it and I put it off on this on this dining on the dining hall table. It was it was a father who gave me a watch, that watch. My, my brother-in-law came. No, And as they were chatting, he picked it up. He said, hey, whose watch is this? I said, watch is this? Hey, I said, it's mine. He said, hey, this watch. Watch with you. don't buy it in shops. You shops. And You buy it in special shops. shop bring my watch. Because watch Bring my watch. Hey, hey. He said it is a it is a special. It's not a, a watch. I think this name. Have you heard it before anywhere? Oh, you know Seiko. You know Omega. You know all the other watches. This name. Have you heard it before? What watch if D What I said no. Because there be. He said, whoever gave you this watch is a great man. Whoever gave you this watch knows quality. Whoever gave you this watch is a person who has real values. He's a great man. Great man. They give good gifts. When God gives you a gift, no, it's not a shoe or a shirt. It can be a house. It can be a house. Maybe your one chance to get a house is God be gracious unto me. I said, maybe your one chance in this world that you have your own house. God, be gracious unto me. God, show me great mercy and great grace. And what is God asking you to do? Tell somebody, spread salvation. Spread salvation to the ends of the world. Put your hands together this morning. Spread salvation. Every time we are in church, 
Tell somebody there are empty chairs around. Almost everywhere you see one empty chair, one empty chair. Empty chairs. God, God has never liked empty chairs. Luke chapter 14. Luke humanity verse 16. Does a man When you see such things, a rich man, a king, a, 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 a big man, it's often a picture for God. It's called a feast. And, and when he called the feast, no one came. When it was time, he sent his servants. And they went and called them. No one came. He said, How? My house is empty. I've prepared salvation, I've prepared heaven, I've prepared all these things, and there's no one to enjoy heaven. No. He said, no. Go and, and, and call more people. So we went and tried again. And a few people came. And he said, Still, the house is not full. Heaven is not full. There are still empty houses in heaven for people to occupy. He said, no. It's not good enough. Go again. And they went again. The first time they went and called their friends. No one came. Second time, those who were needy. People like you. Don't have much. We are needy. They, they come. They say, poor people know God. I don't care. I know God. It's enough for me. But those who are needy came first. Still the house was not full. Then he said, go again. Go again. And they went. A third time. And then the house of God was full. Hallelujah. Amen. I thought you were clapping. The house became full. And that's what pleased God. Four things to take home this morning. Number one. There must be no empty chair in this room again. I didn't hear an amen. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. No, no, no. The master did not approve. He says empty chairs. No, no. They are not. It's not a good thing. Empty chairs. Every chair must be filled. Every chair must be filled. Tell somebody, no empty chairs. Push anybody, tell them, no empty chair again. Anybody sitting by an empty chair, push the person's head. What is wrong with you? Oh, push the person's head. What, what is wrong with you? Empty chair by your side. That's why you have no beloved. That's why you have nothing. Empty chair by you. Amen. Amen. There should be no empty chair. I said there should be no empty chair. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. Every time you see an empty chair, it means there's more work to be done. That's why there's point two. He, he sent the servants. They went out. 
and they came back. There's nobody. It sent them again. They went out. They came. I have a few. It says no. And he sent them again. Listen. Everybody. You must go out. To share salvation many times. Many times. There are few people that will hear you one time and they will follow you to church. There are few people you talk to them once and they are born again. No, 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 it doesn't happen. Speak to them once, twice, many times. You must go out. Listen to you. Look at me. Look at me. Some of us have tried before. And it didn't work. And so it's like, oh. They're not following me. Try. Try again. Try again. Try again. Go back again. Talk to the persons again. Your colleagues. Your friends. You spoke to them. They didn't listen. Go back again. Don't give up on one attempt. It's rare that you talk to somebody once and you listen to you. Tell somebody go again. Shake somebody. Tell them go again. You tried once. You spoke to your colleague. Let's go to church. He says next time. Then you call them. Let's go again. He said next time. It's time. Go a third time. Tell them, let's go to church. Decide that I'm bringing somebody to church. Put your hands together. Number one, no empty chairs. No Number two, go out. Again and again and again. Go to areas where you have not been. His first call was to his friends. They didn't come. Many of us, our friends don't mind us. No problem. Find somebody. There is somebody who will mind you. You will be able to feel. Amen. Amen. Go out and talk to somebody and go to a different area. How many have ever gone to do evangelism? You met somebody. Which year will be? Spoke to the person. Didn't mind you. Went to another person. Spoke to the person. Went to another person. I'm busy. How many? 
have had that experience before. As you are talking to people, nobody is minding you. And then you find some one or two people. And then say, Master, Master, one minute, why? Give you one minute. And then they listen to you. Then you find that this particular man. He there, he can sit down and talk to you. You have found the one God has prepared for you. I said, you have found the one God has prepared for you. And there is always somebody that God has prepared. Daily, you have to find them. Never think that nobody's answering the call. There is somebody. I said there is always somebody that God has prepared for salvation. There is always. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? There is always somebody. Today is his day. And that's why you call one person, doesn't mind you, no problem. Call another person, doesn't mind you, no problem. Call it, keep calling. Keep trying. One person will answer. And the fourth point for today. The rich man. When he saw that his house was empty. He was angry. Some of you, you don't care. You don't care at all. You come to church. Sorry. Wake up that little girl. You come to church. Sorry. Some cry sleeping. I don't know why you came. You came to sleep. Want a comfortable chair to sleep. No, it's true. Some are here. They're chewing gum. Ah, what we chewing gum? Some are here. They don't look. They, are, they, are, they can't hear anything. They don't care. But the rich man, when he saw that the house was empty, he cared. He cared. He said, "Hey, hey, something is doing me." There, there are people here this morning. You care more if Manchester beats Liverpool than you care about the house of God. You care more about the Real Madrid against Barcelona than how many people were in church this morning. There are people you care and you know all the 11 players of Real Madrid. I don't know how you do. But you know all the 11 players. But you don't care that somebody didn't come and all these chairs are here. Some are here this morning. 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 Some are here
So I was home alone watching football. When the match was over, I was sweating in an air-conditioned room and I had cramps in my right hand from holding the sofa. I said, I will not watch football again. I, I will not watch football again. And, and since then, not, my heart left. It was too... I, I could have died. <laughs> hey! Alone in my room. No, 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 no. I said... I, I, I stopped that day, another day. Two teams, another team. I said, I will team never team. watch football again. I took my heart out of football. So today, when I see Real Madrid against Barcelona, I don't care. When I see Manchester is playing us now, 3-3, I don't care. When I see a, a black stars, I don't care at all. Hey! 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 I can be here and they are playing a match. They shout, go! I, I don't care. But the same way somebody shot his wife because she crossed him, doing a welcome match. She crossed one. He won her. She crossed again. He won her. She crossed a third time. He shot her with a gun. That he was watching a match and she was disturbing him. The same way somebody is so much into football. May you be into the house of God. I said, may you be disturbed, disturbed, disturbed by every empty chair. That ah, one empty chair, one empty chair. I must do something to fill this chair. I must do something. I must bring somebody to fill this chair. I said, I cannot, I cannot sit down and see empty chair here. No, no, no. Let tell my neighbor. Let something do you. Let something do you. Maybe the day that, that I said the day that, that that feeling comes into your heart. And something is staring in you. Every empty chair. You see somebody going to hell. The day that feeling enters you. And then you are thinking, where is Joe? Where is Peter and Paul? Where is Aquesti and Akujo? Where, where are they? The day you start thinking like that, I can tell you something. God will bless you the house. I said, God will bless you. He will be so gracious to you. You'll be amazed. They will say you don't have money. God will rise up and show you great mercy. He will give you a house. How will God give you a house? I don't know. But I know one thing. He will give you a house. I know one thing. There's nothing too hard for God. He can give you a job, give you a house. I, I don't know. But if we are desirous say that God will be gracious unto us. Take it up on yourself. Spread salvation. Spread salvation. 
to everyone you know. You must have no friend. You must have no friend who has never heard the gospel before. Put your hands together and stand to your feet. Oh, put your hands together. Put your hand over your heart. Today, decide I'll be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. I, I, I don't know how it's going to work out. But God will show me great mercy. As I serve God and I work for God, He will show me great mercy. I cannot hear you at all. Just pray. One minute. Exactly one minute. I will be a soul winner. Shout back here. I will be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. Stop. Look at me. It is useless to come to church and not believe in God. It is a waste of your time to be in church and you are not a believer. You don't believe. So this morning, you must believe. I didn't hear amen. Amen. You must be a believer. A believer is somebody who believes that what is being done, what is happening is real. It is real. That is why when I say that, pray. That God change my heart and give me the heart of a soul winner. That I will have, I will have uh, 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 I will be in a place where you can show me great grace. It will happen to you. 30 seconds. When you don't have a lot of time, what you lose in time, make up in volume. Make up in volume. So when you don't have time to pray a long prayer, but you are praying a short prayer, shout! Shout! Lift your voice. You have only 30 seconds. Lift your voice and pray loud. For 30 seconds. God make you a soul winner. Shall we pray? Shall be the anchor. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, change my heart this morning. Direct me this morning. Move me this morning. Let me have the heart of a soul winner. Let me go forth out of this place. Let me be disturbed by every empty chair. I will go out once. I will go out twice. Three times. Ten times. And as many times as I have to. That I will make a difference. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That today. They're changing us, transforming us into soul winners. Wanna bow your heads? Wanna close your eyes?
every time we gather there's always somebody who God brought for this purpose to meet Jesus this morning you are here you are not born again you have never prayed Jesus come into my heart you are not sure that what if you die you are going to heaven but you want to go to heaven wherever you are lift your right hand I want to pray for you God bless you my sister you are not sure you are born again but you are here you want to go to heaven lift your right hand thank you I see your hand thank you I see your hand listen with your hand lifted come come right now come to the front my sister come with your hand yes come oh clap for them as they come oh keep clapping keep clapping this is the purpose why Jesus came keep clapping for them keep clapping But God has touched so many hearts. This this morning. I want us to bow our heads and pray, all of us. My brothers, my sisters in front. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins. You shed your blood to wash my sins away and you died so I should not die but have life everlasting. Today, I pray into my heart take control change me give me a new heart one that will love you and follow you all my days today prepare a place for me in heaven by your side write my name in the book of life Thank you, Jesus. I will love you and I will follow you all my days. Today, I am born again. And Jesus is my Lord, my Master, my Savior, my best friend. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Lord, thank you for all my brothers, my sisters who stand here this morning to confess you before this house. Thank you that you are the one who has drawn them for no one can come except the Father draw them. You have called them by name and thank God they heard this great call of salvation. They are here 
pray, Lord, that you will forever mark them unto yourself, forever keep them unto yourself, forever mark them as yours. Let these serve you all their days. Thank you so very, very much for this great salvation that we have received. In Jesus' name, amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, till my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place, this and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He called me back.